Welcome to the Mummy Fit Time podcast, a place for busy women to find the secrets towards being the best version of themselves, both in physical and mental health. Join me, Nikki Kinnearum, your host and health advocate, as we discover why you might be feeling a certain way, how to move past this, and step into the version of you that brings you the most happiness. Not every woman's journey is the same, but through this podcast, I've no doubt that you will uncover things about yourself and have a little fun along the way. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Mummy Fit Time podcast. It's Nikki here and this is the first podcast recording I have done for 2021. So if you're a new listener to the podcast, first of all, a big welcome. And if you're a regular listener, welcome to 2021. Let's hope we get lots of learning done, lots of improving our health done, and lots of unlocking the pieces of the puzzle through this year, which I hope you can do through listening to this podcast and through your uh, own exploration of um, various health and fitness avenues that you might like to explore. And one of those avenues that you might like to explore is my Reset and Thrive Busy Women's Health Hub which is this amazing hub that houses stacks of resources for self-education. There is tutorials in there. There are recipes in there. There are workouts that you can do. There are downloadables, mini courses, uh, guest speakers, so many things within that resource hub. And uh, if you are interested in checking it out, make sure you head on over to my website as doors do open throughout the year. Um, and they're usually in line with a 12-week challenge that we do within the hub as well. So yeah, have an explore of that one if that is something that piques your interest and you're keen to move forward on your own health journey this year. Let's get stuck into the podcast though. This episode is an episode focused around our mental health. And I've invited Kat Munson back to the podcast. Uh, she she did a previous podcast with us, uh, epi- well, with me, with on episode 14, which is around personal training for your mind. But I wanted to bring Kat back to chat to us about anxiety. Anxiety in ways that it may show up for us, how it um, develops and some ways that you can work through anxiety so that you can participate in the things that you're wanting to do. So Kat and I focused um, on uh, our chat through a lens of approaching exercise, but I think a lot of the things that we uh, discussed within this podcast episode will um, be beneficial for many aspects of your life. So a little bit about Kat before we get stuck into the podcast. So Kat, Kat Munson is, she's the owner and principal counselor at Changing Tide Counseling and Mental Wellness. She's always had an interest in mental health. And when starting off life as a hairdresser, she joked that it was just like counseling, but with busy hands. Kat's completed a Bachelor of Counselling and Diploma of Holistic Counselling and is undertaking at the moment her Masters of Counselling and Psychotherapy. She has a strong focus on strength-based language and enjoys supporting people to achieve the life that they want. 
So with Kat and I are very much aligned. She's in the mental health space. I'm in the physical health space, but we all, we both have that end goal, which is basically supporting people to achieve that they, to achieve the life that they want um, through their own mental and physical health. So let's get stuck into this juicy episode. I uh, will pass, well, not pass you over, but um, uh, bring on Kat and my discussion around anxiety. Hi, Kat. Welcome to the Mummy Fit Time podcast. It's good to have you back. Thank you. Second time around. I'm happy to be back again. Yeah, yeah. I know that a lot of the listeners got um, a lot of value out of the the last podcast you did, which was about being a personal trainer for your mind. Um, You unlocked a lot of things for me, and I know that a lot of the ladies whom I work with have since sought your services because they got so much value from what you shared with us last time. So thank you. been really good to see some new faces come through from that. Oh, good. So today I wanted to bring you on um, to talk around anxiety. But before we do that, for the listeners that may not have caught your previous podcast episode that you did with me, did you want to tell us a bit about yourself? Sure. So I'm a counsellor. Um, I am located in Sanctuary Point. So I do office space sessions. I do walk and talk sessions. Um, and I do online sessions. So I cover a whole range of things. Um, I look after anxiety, depression, trauma, um, substance abuse and recovery, and just a lot of day-to-day type things as well. So things like goal setting or day-to-day stresses. Um, I also work with kids. So I work from age eight up. Um, Yeah, so I guess my main focus is around wellness as a whole. So I like to call myself a mental wellness advocate um, because I just think that um, you know, sometimes you don't have a diagnosis, sometimes there's not a label, but you just feel like things are a bit off. Mm. Um, so I like to kind of focus on just mental wellness and how to get there, how to, you know, feel, feel okay. You know, you can't always feel amazing, um, but just to be able to feel okay and feel like you're traveling well. Yeah, absolutely. And I know um, talking about from my own personal experience with working with you, I didn't even realize I had issues that I need, needed to uncover. I just came to you to just get some, I guess, some overall wellness from my own mind. And we, we actually unlocked quite a few deep buried things that I um, had buried right down. So yeah, it was really good for my overall wellness as well. Yeah, so that's, that's really common. Often, yeah, often when people come in, um, it, you know, sometimes people come in for one thing and you might talk about that for five minutes and then you end up going on a completely different track that even they didn't realise they were going to go on. Mm. So it can be a bit of a journey, absolutely. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's um, very interesting, um, the whole space of mental, um, mental health and mental wellness. And I guess that leads us into the topic that I wanted to talk to you about today, which was anxiety. And the reason I've brought you onto the podcast today was uh, because I wanted to share with the listeners some experiences that my own clients have experienced where they feel 
or they share with me that they felt uh, anxiety around uh, joining in with exercise. So whether that's coming to my own personal training sessions or starting up something new for the first time, and that's prevented them in a lot of cases from actually beginning that exercise journey. So I thought, well, if I've got clients that are experiencing this, there must be a lot of other ladies that could be experiencing anxiety in um, many other different forms as well. So I thought, let's bring this out, this topic out into the open. Let's talk about it and uh, see what we uncover. So Kat, could you start off by giving us a bit of an explanation around what anxiety is? Yeah, absolutely. So I guess we all have worries in our life. So there's times when we've been worried about things. Anxiety is a little bit different to that. So when you're having anxious thoughts as opposed to worried thoughts, these are the thoughts that you, you really struggle to get rid of. Um, so they're really repetitive and they can become quite detrimental. So they can prevent people from doing a lot of things, whether it be, you know, jumping in on some new exercise, um, right down to really severe anxiety can have people not being able to leave their homes um, and just that constant fear of things happening. Um, so generally anxiety pops up because something's happened um, and our brain has kind of made some associations with that and then kind of gone, all right, well, in the future, I want to prevent anything like that happening again. Um, so I'm really going to avoid putting you in, I guess, any situations that might be like the one where that's happened. So I guess, for example, in the sense of exercise, it could be even something like um, back in school when you participated in PE, somebody, you know, teased you for how you were doing something or somebody made fun of you for not being able to run as fast as, as the other kids in school and your brain has immediately gone, okay, I want to keep safe from that happening again. So even the thought of participating in something that's similar, your brain has already made that connection and is already starting those thoughts of the what ifs, but don't do that because this might happen or I can't do that because this might happen. Um, so it can be like, it can be really debilitating for people to, you know, to have that constantly going on in their head. Mm, absolutely. That, um, I guess, your explanation there around uh, some experiences that they might have felt in childhood back at school or something like that can explain, I guess, why some people are very hesitant to go into uh, bigger gym chains uh, where there are more people around. But it also makes sense why they would be um, worried about even working with a personal trainer or participating in some form of group exercise or something because that is that that other person is there and you might have a story associated with that so how how does anxiety um i guess how is it debilitate de oh, tongue twisted de de i'm gonna get you to say that word cat because i know you know you know what I'm <laughs> that's it <laughs> so essentially what can happen is once these anxious thoughts come in often often people don't have the strategies to be able to manage them so it's not something that we would generally get taught um you know you're only i always say one of my catchphrases you only know what you know so you kind of go through life you know doing the best with what you've got so if you've never really learned anything about anxiety being taught how to manage any of the anxious thoughts uh, they can become quite quite overpowering and quite overwhelming and they really do 
you know, have, have such a huge impact around that fear factor. Mm. Um, generally, anxious thoughts are either from the past or the future. So they take you completely out of your present. Um, and you, you it, it kind of, it's a bit like a spiral where you just go around and around and around and around. Um, and then often you'll start to pull in other thoughts as well that may not even, um, you know, be rational. They may not be logical. You're completely working in an emotional brain here. Um, and they just increase that worry and increase that, that anxiety around moving forward and around stepping out of your comfort zone. Right. Okay. So how do we, how do we get these tools? How do we work out how to overcome any anxiety or I might even take it a step back there. How do we even recognize that we're experiencing anxiety? Is it something that we can recognize when we're in the moment or not? Uh, often, often you can once you, um, I guess, having a little bit of self-awareness around what happens in your body. So a lot of work that I do with people is about rec recognizing what it actually feels like when they're having anxious thoughts. Um, so you know, if you think about something that you have a bit of a worry about, generally you have a bit of a thought where you go, oh, I'm a little bit worried about this, a little bit worried about that. And then it just kind of disappears and you move along with your day. Um, anxiety is different because the thought doesn't disappear and often you start to feel it in your body. So that's when you're starting to do things like have your heart start to race, starting to get sweaty. Um, even like a lot of people start to feel it in their tummy. So you get that churning you know, churning sort of feeling in your gut. Yeah. Um, so being able to really recognise that when that's starting to happen in your body, you've stepped past worry and that's when you're starting to get into those anxious thoughts. Um, another way is to, I guess, really take note of when you're having the thoughts, how much are they preventing you from doing? So if you were to have a bit of an anxious thought and go, oh, you know, I really wanted to go for a run, but I was a little, I'm a little bit worried about people that might see me on the street and sort of think something, but then you're able to go, oh, anyway, I'll put on my joggers and hop out the door. Mm. That's a worried thought, but it's one you've been able to push through. But if you're having those thoughts and you're a week down the track and you still haven't been able to step out the door and go for that walk or go for that jog, then that's pushing anxiety because that's really preventing you from, from making some choices that you want to be able to do. Right, okay. So once we, we've recognised that that's happening for us and that it is preventing us from doing things that we'd like to do, how do we move forward so that we can get to do the things we want to do? So there's a few different strategies. So there's some simple strategies um, and it's, it's very much dependent on how, I guess, how strong that thought is um, and how much fear and what the story is behind it um, as to what's going to work. One of the things um, that, that is really great to do is to be able to bring yourself back in the present. So when we talk about anxiety thoughts and we talk about their worries about the future or worries about what's happened in the past, you want to be able to bring yourself back to the space where you are now. So a lot of grounding techniques are really good for that. Um, so things like using your senses. So grounding yourself back to where you are right at that moment. Um, you know, looking around and counting things that you can see, counting things that you can hear, smell, taste, touch, all of those bring you back right into the present. Um, so that's a nice way to just sort of bring your head back and stop that spiral. Um, and then also things like temperature change. So having a, a cool shower or putting some, splashing some cold water on your face. And that seems very cliche. You kind of hear about, oh, yeah, just go and splash some cold water on your face. But it actually does have a lot of benefits. Um, so doing things like that. 
as you start to get into anxiety that's a little bit um i guess got a got a bigger hold on you mm. you're looking at things like like challenging thoughts and starting to really get into and recognize different thought patterns that you might be having because often we don't realize it but we have specific thought patterns that we kind of get stuck in um, and we use them for lots of different situations in our lives so it's starting to actually learn about those thought patterns and then coming up with ways to challenge those and that's going to be different for every person because the way that you challenge it will be different than the way that i will because it will work differently um, but it becomes about um, a lot of self-awareness really and starting to i guess really dig into you know what's happening but again, it can, that can be a challenge as well because a lot of people have anxiety about that step as well. Um, you know, I see a lot of people that have been having anxiety for years and years and years, but one of the things they were anxious about was, was seeking counselling or seeking therapy. Mm. Um, so often it takes this a big moment um, for people to go, oh, I can't do this anymore. Like, this is really affecting my life. Um, for them to come in and kind of put their hand up and go, I need some help. Like, you know, this is really starting to have an impact. Yeah, okay. I'm drawing a blank here, Kat. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking, oh, there's so many different directions I could go here. So I might just bring it back to, I guess, the, the thought around joining, for example, an exercise session for the first time. Do you have any suggestions on what people could or couldn't do to move forward? I know that, I, I guess it, that's a hard one to answer because I, I'm, I would assume that it's a very individualized approach and every person is different. But is there some general advice that we could offer people here? Yeah, I guess like in a situation like that, it can be helpful to start to do a little bit of a deep dive with yourself. So when you're having those thoughts of, I just, you know, I can't, I can't go to the gym. I really don't want to, is starting to, I guess, dissect that a little bit and really think about what is it about the gym that you're not, you're not comfortable in. Um, you know, is there something specific that you don't want to do there? Is there a specific worry you have? Is it... I don't want to go to a gym because I don't want other people to watch me exercise. Well, then why don't I want other people to watch me exercise? Then is it about what well, I'm uncomfortable about my body? Um, so starting to really dive into, um, you know, pulling those, pulling those anxieties apart and, and sort of figuring out really what the underlying, um, I guess, reason is. Mm. And then often at times you can kind of even that back to what's happened where you can go well i'm uncomfortable about my body because there this time this time and this time i had somebody make a comment about it mm. um so starting to really unpack that and then i guess that's where your mindfulness comes in as well to kind of start to have that conversation with yourself around you know that thing that's made me anxious was how long ago or it happened this time or it was a certain person that was doing that um, so the challenge could be, well, is that person going to be at the gym? So is there a real chance that that's going to happen again? Or is this something that, you know, my mind has kind of taken and run hold of? Yeah. So once you've got that, I guess, element of mindfulness and understanding around why you might be experiencing anxiety for that particular situation, would you recommend 
charging through it and going just you know accepting it for what it is and going through and pushing yourself or could you use that to then find still in the exercise content context here find a different type of exercise that might serve you better or do, is is there a correct path to take i mean it definitely depends on the person so for some people that idea of just charging through it and going, that's it, on Monday at six o'clock, I'm going to hit the gym and I'm going to be there and just doing that big push and getting there, that can be enough where once you're there, you go, oh, I don't know what I was worried about. Like I'm yeah. here and things are okay. Um, for other people, that's too much. Um, so for other people, it might be around starting to do smaller steps. So getting yourself a little bit of a scheduling place where you go, well, you know what, I'm, on Monday, what I'm going to do is I'm just going to do a five minute walk around the block. And then once I've come back from that and I'm like, you know, that, that was okay. I could manage that. On Wednesday, I'm going to change that and I'm going to do 20 minutes. Yeah. And just doing that step-by-step -step process to get you where you'd like to go. Um, and absolutely having a try of some different things and kind of, you know, breaking outside of like the mindset that you're in, that can be a huge benefit as well. So yeah. depending on the sort of person you are, um, you know, you might be one that is goes, yep, just going to jump head in and I'm just going to face my fears and I'm going to make that happen. Um, but yeah, for other people that can be just a little bit too, a little bit too confronting. Um, and even the idea of doing that just, you know, that causes a whole other anxiety. Um, so it's about maybe doing those smaller steps to be able to get to a certain space. Um, I think also, you know, one big thing as well is, you know, to recognise that there's, you know, there's not one fit for everyone in the anxiety management, but also in exercise as well. So, you know, it may be you're scared of having a personal trainer that's going to kind of make you train until you vomit and that's, you yeah. know, then you're going to, you know, feel embarrassed about that happening. Mm -hmm. um, so I think also, like, I guess, and you would probably also recommend this as well, have a really good conversation with who you're going to train with. So you, you want to find a good fit. So yeah. these are all things that you want to be able to talk to somebody about and say, this is what I'm worried about um, yeah. and see what the response is. See, you know, mm. see how you're actually gelling with the person that you're thinking of training with. I love that. So working out what it is that's making you anxious and letting the person know that you're going that in that situation. So if you're that person in that situation that's being told by someone they're anxious about xyz do you have any recommendations for that person because i will assume and i to me this is just common sense but i don't know i would assume just going back to that person and saying oh you'll be right is not helpful 100 percent. yeah so one of the biggest things with anxiety is um and just with humans, and I think we, we touched on this a lot on our last podcast, is the validation. Mm. So you want somebody who's actually validating what you're feeling. Um, because, you know, even if it seems, you know, out of this planet and it, it seems really illogical, but the person that's feeling it, it's so real at the time. Mm. Um, so you definitely want, you want that validation. You want someone that's actually going to go, I, I can see that this is really hard for you. And I can see that this is really giving you some huge anxiety um yeah the idea of you know just get over it you'll be right um it just there's just no benefit to that it, it yeah. doesn't benefit 
it doesn't benefit the person that's you know the trainer it doesn't benefit the person that's trying to exercise yeah. um so it's that you know really getting that validation for what they feel yeah yeah and that's that's a huge one too um and you're right we did talk about the validation a lot in at the last podcast that we did but um validation is almost like to me not only is it like an empathetic thing but it's also a bit of a a power share if that makes sense like you're one person isn't holding the power here and being the this is what must be done it's yeah it's a bit of a share do you do you understand what i'm trying to say there yeah absolutely it's absolutely it and i guess when you think about power positions you know, when you think about a trainer and a client, there is the power position, you know, where you kind of have the trainer that's giving the information, telling you how to do it, fixing up your form, that sort of stuff. Yeah. So they are in the power position. So it can be so intimidating for people to be like, well, this isn't working for me. I don't like this. Yeah. Um, so yeah, definitely to have a trainer that actually will listen to somebody and recognize what's happening for them. Mm. Um, that's, you know, it breaks down so many barriers. Absolutely. Because yeah. you, people want to be heard. Yeah. So you, you just mentioned before that some people might find themselves, so they've, they've experienced anxiety about something. They've decided or they've worked through the, the tools and they've uncovered why they're feeling anxious. They go ahead and do the thing. And then they recognize that this isn't working for me. This is not I want what I want. Where do we go from from there? Because to me, I don't know, I would probably go, this isn't working for me. I'm not going to do it anymore. Other people mm -hmm. might try to push through or whatever it might be. But what do you have any recommendations around that scenario? Um, so I guess like having really good communication. Yeah. So um, often what I found, so for me personally, what I found helpful, so for anybody that's listening that doesn't know, I actually trained with Nikki as well. Um, and I had huge anxiety about like any sort of training when I started and I've been training now for a year. Um, and one of the biggest things was communication and going, listen, I'm just going to let you know that this is what it looks like for me when I'm starting to like put my foot out the door. So for me, it was, you know, if I start to cancel on sessions and I'm coming up with excuses, um, you know, when that starts to happen, then you know that that's me kind of pulling back and going, oh, there's something here that's making me feel anxious or that I'm just really struggling with. Um, mm. And I'm too scared to say it. So I'm just going to go, yeah, I'm finished with training now. Just going to hop out the door and not come back. Yeah. Um, so I guess having a bit of self-awareness around what that looks like for you mm. and then being able to communicate to the person that you're training with as well. Um, or communicating to other people. In, in the case, if you were going to the gym, it might be letting your friends know, letting your partner know, hey, when I'm starting to struggle with stuff, this is what it's going to look like. So if you see me doing this, I just need you to say, hey, I can see that this is happening at the moment. Let's, you know, let's do a bit of a check-in. What's going on for you at the moment? What, you know, what are you struggling with? How's it all going? I love that. Um, sorry, Kat, you just paused. Your, your computer froze at the very last moment there. But I think, yeah, you, you finished off your sentence, which was just checking in and um, doing that. Yeah. How's it all going? What's going on for you at the moment? 
I really love that idea there. And that's perfect for if you are in a gym situation. So it's a bigger gym and going with a friend or something like that, or even a bigger group as well. So that's actually really handy. I've learned a lot in the, the last 20 minutes that we have been chatting. Thank you, Kat. Is there anything further that you would like to, to share that might help the listeners today? Um, I guess like in, in the end, if you have anxiety that's become quite debilitating and it's really having an impact on your life, um, you know, you can try to work through it, absolutely. But there are going to be times when the best thing you can do is reach out. So, you know, reach out to a counsellor, reach out to a therapist, reach out to a psychologist, somebody that's got the training to help you do that deep dive. Because mm. a lot of the times, you know, these connections are quite solid and they're, you know, they're long term. There are people that have been sort of running in this pattern for 10 to 20 years. Um, so often those sort of those sort of anxious thoughts are not ones that are easy to deep dive yourself. Mm. Um, so absolutely reach out, um, you know, try and connect with somebody that you feel comfortable with. You feel like you can talk about, you know, what's happening with um, and bring in some help. You know, therapy doesn't have to be lifelong. You may just come and do know five sessions and then walk out and go oh I kind of got on top of that I'm, I'm good with those strategies um yeah definitely reach out to the people that have had the training because they're going to be the best people to be able to you know really help you work through it so for anyone that's listening that um is connecting with you right now um Kat how how can they find you how can they um seek some help from you yeah, so I've got um, a Facebook page and a website, so they can jump on there and book on there. Um, otherwise, what I can do is I can pop details down as well. Um, so anyone that's listening that wants to reach out and just kind of maybe touch base around some anxieties and um, sort of feel out the situation, I do offer a free 15-minute consultation as well. Um, so we can touch base on the phone and, and just sort of see how you feel about that. And then depending on which way you want to go, we can start to work around some of the anxieties that, come, that are coming up, either around exercise or around other things that are happening in life as well. Awesome. I don't think we've mentioned the name of your business. <laughs> how, oh, how can we <laughs> so my business is Changing Tide Counselling and Mental Wellness. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you so much, Kat. That's been really insightful and I hope that it's helped a lot of the listeners that um, might be experiencing anxiety or know someone that's experiencing anxiety. Uh, I know that I've learned quite a lot in just this conversation alone. Um, so yeah, thank you for your time. No, no problem. It was my pleasure. All right. Well, um, I'm sure we will have you on the podcast again because you're always full of very insightful things. And as you said last time in the last podcast we did, you're really like a personal trainer for the mind. So, um, and that is a huge component to our overall health. Um, it's all about mental and physical health. So yeah, thank you again. No worries. Okay. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Mummy Fit Time podcast. If you enjoyed listening to this episode, I would love it if you can pop on over to Apple iTunes and leave a review. The more reviews that are left, the more I can spread the word and the messages of what you've learned today and what else I share in this podcast to other women in the world. This episode has been brought to you by my membership. 
and doors are going to be opening again very soon for my membership where not only are you learning about exercise and how your body responds to exercise but you're also challenged to change around the way that you eat as well as focus on different areas that you may not have explored before such as stress and sleep and how these can be impacting not only on your weight loss journey, but on you growing into your body and growing into your health and your fitness so that you can be the optimal person that you know that you can be. If you'd like to find out more about the membership, make sure you do head over to my website and you can sign up to the wait list over there so that as soon as doors open, again, you can be one of the first to know. Once again, thanks very much for listening to today's podcast and I can't wait to catch you in the next episode.